How do? Hi. I'm Luke. And I'm Amber. We are from Once You Pop and you are listening to Stop, Stop the, the Damn, Damn Match. Hi, welcome to Stop the Damn Match, episode 9. This is Daz. This is Marcel from Germany. And this week's subject is... The NWO. The New 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 World Order. Tried yeah. to do the NWO voiceover, but That's it's great. <laughs> now you can do the music. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I was hoping to hear you like bust out the NWO theme then. <laughs> well, we can try. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you this week for the intro from Luke and Amber from Once You Pop podcast. It's much appreciated. Thank you. And go out and check out their wrestling podcast if you get the chance. So, you guys voted for us to watch this week. Marcel's pick. So Marcel is back now with a win. That's great. Woo! Trophy heading your way, Marcel. I'm feeling like R. Kelly with a champagne glass in my hand. <laughs> After you'd ring announced in CZW. Yeah. No. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get in trouble from uh, Mance Warner. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he could kick both our asses. Mm-hmm. So you guys had the choice of Hulk Hogan versus Sting or WCW versus NWO versus Wolfpack, and you voted for Hogan versus Sting from Starcade 1997. That's true. And I'm kind of glad that Marcel won because after I made my pick, I realized that the War Games match was actually really, really shit. The Starcade 90. 1997 main event thing versus Hogan is also not a good match. It's no five star rating. And at this point, it was where Sting had full on war against the NWO, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a build up from uh, I believe one and a half year. Was the in my eyes uh, one of the biggest storylines ever in professional wrestling. Maybe only the Stone Cold Steve Austin run in WWE is bigger. And yeah, they buried the storyline. And you're going to see it. <laughs> you see it in all its glory. <laughs> so I'd also like at this point just to dedicate maybe a moment just to remember the life of the Japanese wrestler Hana Kimura, who sadly passed away that's over true. the weekend so rest in peace rest in power Hannah Kimura rest in power that's true and everybody and fuck just... all those people who uh, bullied her yeah trolls fucking suck be nice yeah. to each other online and got balls exactly so if you get the chance maybe celebrate her life, go and watch some of her matches online and spread positivity about what a good wrestler she was with stardom. Yeah, and maybe don't be a bully or a dickhead. Exactly. No final words. Don't be a bully, don't be a dickhead. So, also, this week, I've we've actually hit a milestone We've gone over 200 listeners of the podcast. Da, 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 da. Da, da. So, and after they uh, hearing that I am uh, singing the Ringkampf theme in the next special episode, we have we have uh, 150 
Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we have that to look look forward to. <laughs> Zero points to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it's no it's it's no Eurovision Song Contest entry. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the NWO. What what is the story of the NWO? Like the main talking points. The main talking points was that um, two guys from WWF, Diesel and Razor Ramon, comes to uh, WCW Nitro. They conquered Nitro. They attacked uh, some WCW wrestlers and announcers. And no one knows uh, if it was an attack from WWF or uh, two... WWF talents that uh, traded to WCW because they they came, they came through they if I remember they just came through the crowd didn't they on yeah. Nitro and it was the two biggest stars at this time on WWF yeah and they didn't even re- reveal their names at first did they they just it was just them or he they never like said Scott Hall or Kevin Nash or yeah and some people. Uh, thought that it was a, it, it wasn't a work it was a shoot which is good it good for those days because there was no internet spoiling anything yeah it was just what but you saw different time <laughs> yeah could you imagine now everyone would be like oh, it's, it, they left wwf it's fine it's yeah. the internet says this and then it was then it, then the nwo kind of grew at bash at the beach in 1996 one of the best turns ever. When they gained their third member. Yeah, and Hulk Hogan comes to becomes Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, where he was not the blonde. All the blonde hair now, it was the beard. The black clothes. No more red and yellow. Mm-mm. But many, but too much tan. Oh yeah, too, far too much time. <laughs> he, he looked like an umpa-lumpa from Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but they, the NWO, they changed wrestling, I think, for the good because it became a lot more competitive with WWF. That's true. It was more realistic. Yeah, more you edgy. This, it, yeah, you have this, uh, not this PG product, you have this... Um grown-up product. It was uh, wrestling for adult people. And they were the ultimate badasses, weren't they? Yeah, that's true. They, did, they didn't play by the rules at all. No, but it was the hot shit at this time. Oh, definitely. NWO. That's all you saw, really, wasn't it? It was guys in NWO shirts everywhere. Every, yeah, even, even celebrities. At one point, you have too much people with uh, NWO shirts. In the company. Oh, yeah. There was o- almost... I checked before we came on. There was almost 50 different members of the NWO. Yeah, and that destroys the me- demise of uh, the NWO. Chris Jericho said it uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, the NWO became from uh, Black Sabbath to Spinal Tap at one time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, it, lost, how, it lost that cool... Edge that and, and that it meant something. It, it just became a joke by the end. Yeah, because everyone has this. I didn't even realize that fucking Nitro girls were even in the NWO. That's true. Yeah, and Nick Patrick and Dusty Rhodes. Like here's Mister yeah. WC fucking W. What the fuck? <laughs> Rick Root. Yeah, oh, some Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! But like. I looked through, they had different kinds of it. There was NWO, NWO Hollywood, The Wolfpack, NWO Japan, NWO Elite, NWO 2000. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> NWO B-Team with uh, Scott Scott Norton, Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat, and uh, Vincent. You don't fucking need this. You just need one NWO. That's it. Yeah. But I suppose it, they they thought they were on to something really good and thought, all right, we'll try and get as much out as we can, but didn't realize that 
there is a thing as too much. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything no. at one point. But they also did, for the cool stuff that they did, they also did some things which were uh, kind of bullshit. <laughs> like the finger poke from Doom, of Doom. <sighs> Maybe it, it wasn't such a bad idea. Because the ratings were in, uh, getting higher at this point, after this point. Yeah, but it was just a shit thing was, to do. Yes, it was. It it was a shit thing to do, and it wasn't. It wasn't great or something else. It was. But um, twenty years after, we talk about it. So it was obviously controversial. Yeah, it got people speaking, and then they also they. I found that uh, when Eric Bischoff joined. You're like, hold on, this guy is no. It's known that he runs WCW. He's now in the NWO. Yeah, that was, that was the end in my eyes. Yeah, it was like it doesn't. Everybody knows that you are the booker, but not the booker, but the executive. Mm-hmm. What? What the fuck? And they just filled them with ex WWF guys. I felt lots of ex WWF guys came to the New World Order, didn't they? Like you said, Vincent, who was fucking Virgil. Like, who the fuck needs Virgil in the New World Order? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we need to be really cool. Let's get fucking Virgil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. But even Dennis Rodman was in the fucking NWO. Oh, yeah. And he had a match versus uh, Randy Savage at Hulk Wild or Road Wild. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the NWO really was its own world. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a new wrestling promotion at the at the beginning of the storyline. Yeah, because they had their own pay-per-view, didn't they? Sold out. Yeah. Where it was all... And they had Miss NWO and it was all the fat chicks. And Eric Bischoff was kissing them. <laughs> Yes, it was a, a really special time in wrestling. <laughs> so it was cool, and the, the too sweet was cool, but then they also had Miss NWO. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice. But they also then, the, some of the controversial things they did that as well, like when they sprayed the uh, belt with the spray paint, the NWO over the big gold belt. Yeah, it was definitely, it, it was, uh, it was the new shit? No one uh, has doing this before. No, you couldn't. And Hulk Hogan was the biggest baby face at this time, and he turns here at Bash at the Beach, and the the crowd are uh, getting so uh, so bad, and uh, and uh, there was so much heat in this crowd, and uh, it, it was a really special moment. They filled the ring with trash, didn't they? They were thrown stuff. Yeah, and one fan is, uh, was running over the barricades and wanted to storm the ring. Fuck, that's heat. That's good heat. Yeah. If you can get that passion out of a crowd, fuck, you're doing a good job. Exactly. It was the first time we'd really seen that side of Hulk Hogan, though, wasn't it? We'd never seen that kind of Hulk Hogan before? No, uh, at the beginning of his career, he was uh, a little bit this arrogant guy and this, like the Thunder kissing uh, character on Rocky Three. Yeah. The Thunder Lips was his name, yeah. And, uh, but he was always the, the face, the, this nice guy with uh, making your, your prayers and, uh, Take your vitamins. Take your vitamins and all this stuff. But the kid, he had the kids idolized him. He was like their hero. Majority, our age, anyway. Most kids loved him. Yeah, that's true. And if you said wrestling to anybody, even if you weren't a fan, they would know who Hulk Hogan was. I believe that uh, not everyone on this planet knows what pro wrestling is, but everyone knows that Hulk Hogan is a pro wrestler. Definitely. Definitely, and then to see him go from he was baby such face. a big star star at the uh, end of the eighties and uh, begin of the nineties. Every everyone knows him. 
and then to become this massive. Was, this was uh, what uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was for bodybuilding in the 70s or in the beginning of the 80s was uh, Hulk Hogan for professional wrestling at the yep. uh, mid-80s. Exactly. Till, and then... uh, the beginning of the 90s. And then to think he'd, 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 he'd team up to take over the WCW with guys like Kevin Nash, Scott Hall... Yeah, you have this uh, clean baby face and those two bad, bad guys. Yeah, and when they got together, it was amazing. So yeah, good. it was amazing. And uh, some people doesn't want uh, Hulk Hogan anymore because he was old and he was always this nice guy. And at this point, he became the hardest shit in pro wrestling. Reinvented himself as one of the biggest heels. That's true. So, the match we're going to watch, this, like you said, it was such a long build. Like, the build was, like, almost a year and a half, like you said. Yeah. And Sting finally got to the point where enough was enough and went full-on crazy and on the attack against the NWO. And it also did the weird thing where there was lots of fake Stings on Nitro. That's true. But the one week he had ripped the mask off and is actually Sting, and he beat the living fuck out of the NWO. One of the best moments ever. And the pop from the crowd, it was genuine, and hairs on your arms were fucking standing up. You were, It was that good. So we got... Leading into this match, we had obviously one of WCW's biggest stars in Sting... He's, he is Mr. WCW in my eyes anyway. Yeah, that's true. He and Ric Flair. Yeah. And uh, yeah. in my eyes, he's a little bit, bit bigger for uh, WCW than Ric Flair or Dusty Rhodes. He is this big legend. At Without the time thinking. when he turned here, the people doesn't uh, the people are still standing behind. Yeah, because he means that much to WCW. Yeah, and he means so much for for so many wrestling fans. He will always be my big hero. And that means a lot, seeing that WCW was, say, almost 20 years ago, and he still is that big it for some people. Yeah, that's true. But he was the big guy from WCW, but even though Hulk Hogan was NWO now, he was still known as the big thing in WWF, so you kind of had... W, finally had WCW versus a WWF guy, but now he's the biggest guy in the NWO. He is Mr. NWO. That's true. With the Hollywood gimmick against... I kind of can say the, the Crow gimmick of Sting. Yeah. Gothic character, which is so fucking cool. Phantom of the, it was uh, inspired by the Crow and uh, the Phantom of the Opera, this whole um, storyline. I am just talking about this. I'm looking forward to watching this match now. Shall we watch the match? Just because I can't wait any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, so where you can watch this show on the WWE Network. So WCW Starcade 1997. And what time... It's uh, two hours, 19 minutes, and seven seconds, please. And once you hear the ring bell, press play, and we'll be back to watch Sting versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Ladies and gentlemen, here in Washington and across the country and around the world, I want to introduce to you the chairman of WCW's executive committee, Mr. J.J. Dillon. And Mr. Chairman, I want to bring you in with one thing in mind. I mentioned... Regarding the hotline tonight, a lot of rank and file. JJ, these are people that are not scheduled to be here, but yet they're here apparently representing WCW. Can you clear the air? Gene, as I've looked through the ranks of some 24,000 people here tonight, I've seen virtually every wrestler under contract to WCW. I think it's a tremendous showing of unity. WCW has a lot at stake tonight. Nitro's on the line, the big match between the legend Larry Zabisco and Eric Bischoff. And also there's just a tremendous amount 
of interest in this match that we've all waited a year and a half for. And one of the matters that needed to be cleared up was who is going to be the referee. And Sting waiting a year and a half for this match obviously wants to know that he's going to get a fair shake. Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, the reigning champion, he's got an interest in who the referee is. And it seemed like the only fair thing to do was to take the names of all the referees, put them in a hat, have a drawing. I've done that with uh, the members of the executive committee observing and the name that was picked out who will be the referee for tonight's main event is Nick Patrick. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. J.J. Dillon, in all due respect, that is going to raise a lot of eyebrows. Oh, uh, now, wait a minute. Uh, Nick Patrick is duly licensed. He's an excellent referee, and since his reinstatement, I can find no criticism whatsoever with any of the matches he's officiated. So he will be the referee for the main event tonight, and it is official. Well, I guess that's the political, politically right thing to do, I guess, in this political environment. Nick Patrick to be the referee in the greatest title bout of all time between Hollywood Hulk Hogan from the NWO and tonight here at Starcade, the return of Sting after a long, long absence. Needless to say, a very exciting night. There is the man, the legend of WCW. The best ring announcer of all time. Mr. Buffer. Michael Buffer. He, he, you know him all from every boxing fight in the 90s. Did he not do UFC as well, didn't he? Uh, his brother. Oh, that was his brother. Yeah. Ah. He just looks so classy, doesn't he? Yeah. And then Nick, uh, Nick Patrick looking like a German striker from 1980s. Or a German porn star. <laughs> Maybe he does a bit of both, part-time. Yes. I am ready. I am ready, Mr. Buffer. <laughs> I love this bit. Do you think this bit here where he says millions watch is this where Triple H got his bit from? To the thousands in attendance. I don't know. It would not surprise me to be a rip-off. Rumble! So, so this is the music that we wanted Marcel to sing at the beginning of the episode. But the only song that I can sing is the Ringkampf theme. Yeah, that'll be a treat on Friday for everyone to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> you can nominate me for the next Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> There's some cool, <laughs> some cool fan art. Would yeah, you... that's true. This guy is just play. How looking at him now, you can't think. How is this the biggest baby face in the world? No, it's just the, he's a uh, the 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 totally contrast of everything what he does before he uh, started the NWO. Yeah, like you would not think of Hulkamania when you look at this guy. But that's the reason why the NWO has this big impact. Yeah, because of that. Yeah. And he, he, he looks to me like a a red sausage. Like you, you put him in a hot dog bun and eat him. That's true. <laughs> eat hot, well, <laughs> well, someone did eat him in a, in a controversial video he made. Yeah, I want to say this, but I don't. But I, but I don't want. To. <laughs> you know that this is. You know, I like our, our dad humor, but not on this way. <laughs> oh, fuck it! It's NWO. Every life's better. Yeah, NWO. It's this is brought to you by the New World Order. <laughs> yeah. Move the O to an A. Like, Hulk, he's still doing the old Hulkamania shit just to just to piss people off. Yeah, that's true. I love this entrance from Sting. Yeah, it's just so passionate. Like, it, it, it's just so epic, like an epic moment, isn't it? 
Yeah, he becomes the from the surfer boy, the dark warrior, and uh, you see him now as an icon. Yeah. They're building him up as an icon. You see in this laser effect, uh, like an old Pink Floyd show, but on a uh, uh, but on a dark side. Oh, 100%. It looks so cool, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. It, like, like you said, it makes him more iconic with this laser show. Yeah, and they... Uh, you know when when you seen this the first time on uh, Starcade nineteen ninety seven and you were uh, part uh, in front of the TV or in this arena, you know this match is to um, fast the torch to the next big athlete. Yeah, this is like saying Sting. Now you lead the uh, wrestling. Bring him over to the best uh, attraction from this company. Yep. And, and he really, he really does become that, doesn't he? That's true. Like the crowd, true. the crowd are hardly making any noise. They're just silent yeah, that's true. In anticipation that they know the the hero, the the guy who's here to end the NWO. Finally, he's back, and uh, he's the face of our company, of our cult of WCW. Yeah. Look at him, he just cuts such a edgy, dark figure, doesn't he? Yeah, like, and I like this uh, special effect on the entrance when you see Hulk Hogan and st- uh, standing in the ring and uh, Sting goes slowly to the ring and uh, it's so dramatic and so iconic. Yeah, yeah. It just, it, it looks like, kind of like from a TV show, not like a wrestling show anymore. Yeah, that's true. Like, and Sting, like a good TV show. Yeah, like a good TV show. And Sting is just no emotion, just staring right through Hogan, isn't he? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, if you look, think back to the episode where we watched him against Ric Flair, this is totally different. It's a totally different person. Not only a totally different. Uh, uh, character or gimmick, you mean? Here comes uh, Richard Matt. Yeah, he's not the surfer dude anymore. Now he is a man. Like his soul has been ripped out. Basically, is like like uh, Joaquin Phoenix becomes the Joker. Yeah, that's it, definitely. And it, it, and it's is is it not a uh, callback to the Crow? Isn't it? He. The Crow and uh, um, Phantom of the Opera. The whole storyline reminds you of the Phantom of the Opera. That's really cool that they can do that to get that into pro wrestling, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Nick fucking Patrick. One of the best referees in my eyes. Yeah. But in this match, he does a great, uh, a big thing yeah. at the end of the match. You're going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> just look at Sting. It it, it it just looks so fucking cool, doesn't it? Yeah. He, he just no emotion. Like uh, he want to say him without words. Okay, you're going too far with me, and now I pay you everything back what you done. Yep, I finally gonna snap, unleash all my fury. And and you know uh, who has the idea that uh, Sting become this. This uh, dark warrior? No. Got all. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's I never knew that. That's that's like crazy to think that someone who's Scott Hall's character is nothing like the Sting, and for him to come up with some that, that shows that he's got a good mind. Yeah. And uh, at the beginning of the uh, entrance music from Sting, you have you uh, hearing this. Quote, uh, 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 when a little child is uh, talking um, just to make it a bit more creepy yeah and uh, you know who uh, who is this little child no the son of Eric Bischoff oh the guy who is in TNA yeah oh wow you really do know everything about WCW <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> It was my time. It is my childhood. Yeah. This, uh, part. It's that. 
Is that Norman Smiley in the crowd or a guy who just looks like him? Yes, it's uh, Norman Smiley and you've seen a lot other WCW wrestlers because uh, WCW said uh, some pro wrestlers in the uh, in the up in the crowd because uh, to make the match a little bit more special. So that even the wrestlers want to see it kind of thing? Yeah, you've seen uh, La Parca, Alex Wright and uh, Mortis and Kenyon in the crowd and some other people. That's really cool. There's a guy that looks like Dave Taylor as well. Yeah, he's also there. Yeah. And I love the build-up of the match. Hulk Hogan gonna beat uh, the Sting and uh, Sting shows no emotion. No, still. It's like Sting has not taken that emotionless face off, look off his face once. Yeah. Like, no smile, no pain. Even there, he falls like down. A person who suffers too much pain and too much betrayals. Yep. That he just now has he no emotion. with everything. I hate that move where they where they go down the back with the with the finger. Mm-hmm. It's such a bitch move. I think <laughs> it's kind of like if I had a fight with my wife, I think my wife would do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> and a great drop kick from Sting. Yeah, he's just such. It, it, you see what an athlete he really is, don't you? Yeah. Uh... He was in the high school basketball player and uh, his father is a sports teacher, a high school teacher. So he's taken his athleticism into wrestling as well. Yeah, that's true. He has bring it in the stinger splash and in his drop kicks that he can uh, jump so high. So the, 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 the film White Men Can't Jump is wrong because Sting can jump. That's true. Is that a uh, movie with Woody Harrison and uh, Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipe? Yep. Yeah. It said white men might not be able to jump, but the Stinger yeah, in can Germany, jump. Germany, uh, Weiße Jungs bringen nicht is um, in English, white boys can't bring it. Oh. But the Stinger can. We might not be able to, but Sting can. Oh, Dirk Nowitzki also can. Yeah. Yeah. Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Hogan he is, is sacred in my country. He is sacred in my country. Really? He is uh, so big like Franz Beckenbauer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's an icon. I love that Hogan, he, even though he's not got very mo- many moves, they all seem to tell a story. Like, trying to... Wire, yeah, that's true. Trying to ground Sting down with headlocks and stuff. You can... You can see Hogan uh, classical wrestling uh, on YouTube when he was in Japan. But uh, the special thing on Hogan is he don't must doing this uh, difficult wrestling moves. No, he could he could win the crowd over with uh, with just being Hogan because his gimmick is so uh, outstanding. Sting again, just these drop kicks that he keeps bringing up, and they're just like they're perfect, aren't they? Yeah, that's true. Like. Uh, Dangerous Danny's uh, drop kicks. Yep. Just perfect. Look at Hogan keep going and winding up the crowd. But then, he was such a good heel. But then the guys who are trying to give him too sweet, he's just like, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> There's this crowd in, a sign in the crowd that said, Hogan is impotent. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is a lie because I have seen a video that proves that Hogan is not impotent. <laughs> you, you went there. <laughs> I, I have filmed it. <laughs> you are Bubba the Love Sponge. Yes. <laughs> oh, I can see La Parker now. I can see him clear in the crowd. And you also see Meng. Now Sting has like turned the table on what Hogan was doing to him, with keeping him ground yeah. down. He's now doing it back. So again, it's the story again that whatever you can do, it's, I can do as well. Yeah, it's a typical storyline match. It's not about uh, great athletics or something else. It's uh, to telling a story. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even like Hogan's facial expressions. I mean, he—you can say he's boring and stuff so much, but he shows pain 
so well. That's true. I'm not a big Hulk Hogan fan. I'm not a fan of his matches and uh, of of his personality and all those stuff. But uh, he when he he can be a really good actor in the ring. Yeah, definitely. And he is a really big actor in the ring. He has maybe the most charismatic guy in this business. He just makes you believe things. And, yeah, that's true. What is Macho Man Randy Savage without Hulk Hogan? Exactly. That's it. What definitely. is the Ultimate Warrior without Hulk Hogan? Yeah, he made these guys push them up to a different level. And Sting comes back after this suplex. Unbelievable. This is so great. This is so great. It's just, this, this is like, to me, is classic WCW. Yeah. But on a good way. Yeah. I just think how he he can make it. You can hit me with your best moves, but no, I can get back up. Yeah, that's true. But then Hogan going fucking cheating, poking him in the eyes. This is this is so different. Like you would never see Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania throwing them to the outside. Yeah, that's true, and you will uh, not see in a. Uh... A colorful sting, surfer boy sting, uh, who acts so um, so slowly. Definitely. Oh, he's using the stingers. He was bat. always. Yeah, that's true. But uh, he was always when he was the surfer boy, this charismatic, um, uh, this charismatic guy who acts like a machine gun. Yeah, that's it. Definitely, definitely. That's a good way to describe. The guy in the front of the crowd with the Sting shirt on, like, come on, I'm your, I, your, I can make you better against Sting. Yeah, it was, it was my first wrestling T-shirt. A Sting T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, cool. I never had a Sting T-shirt. And I still have it. Does it still fit? Yeah, sure. Oh, it's from the nineties. <laughs> Everything was bigger in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Now I love this move. Now this thing is catch. Oh, on the like he is. He just gets so oh. But Hogan has the knowledge to move away from the thing. It's not a match like Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero on Halloween Havoc. It's only a storyline match, and they do the best what they can. Definitely telling stories with the with their bodies. Yeah, that's it. And each move means something. It's not just do it for... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like the Stinger Splash that Hogan moved, that makes you think, oh shit, Sting can't hit him with his one of his best moves. That's true. What the... oh, that move always makes me feel a bit sick when they do the atomic drop. I pay girls that they do in this to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, as, again, you're a braver man than me. Yeah. I would be... and, on, and I'm only wearing a, a, a Power Ranger mask. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, why everyone thinks Germans are the weirdest pawn in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Boo, Hulk Hogan. Or like British... Uh, or like British Former Formula One bosses. Oh, oh shit! Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, what is Bret Hart doing? That was three. Was that three? No. What, Bret Hart? Oh. <laughs> He's beating up the porn star. Yeah. Because he loves uh, old morality things. <laughs> ah, good. <laughs> he do- he's like, it's not ending in that fucking bullshit. Yeah. Listen to the crowd. Holy shit. <laughs> that is so amazing. Like, how loud they are. Yeah, the ah, people I... love the storyline match. Now he fucking hits the Stinger Splash. Yeah, but on a great way. Oh, fuck. Here come the fucking NWO. 
Scott Norton, one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. He was huge in Japan, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, the stinger splash is such an amazing move. And then we had the callback so from Cody last so... night. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. The Scorpion Deathlock. Oh, he's pointing at Hart. Watch this fucker. Watch him tap. Oh, he just has got it in so hard, hasn't he, the Deathlock? Yeah. He gave up. He gave up. Look at Stingy. Looks like he's been in a war, doesn't he? Yeah, that's true. The face paint all off. The crowd, even guys. Like he left all his all his sorrows in this ring. Yeah, definitely. He didn't. He... And now he is reborn. He's reborn as a new character. Yeah. Look how happy he is. All of the WCW guys. Yeah. First of all, Lex Luger, one of his best friends on this day. Who's the guy with the face paint? Uh, wait. The gun is this, uh, with this face paint. I can say it uh, to you. Uh... As La Parker, Hooventude. The giant, Mortis, Wrath. Ray Mysterio looks like a little child, doesn't he? So yeah. Look at the fucking ring. Public enemy. Yeah. Alex Wright. The ring is just full. Everyone is... Mortis. Mortis is, this, uh, is the person with the face, face paint. paint. Is that fucking Jim Duggan waving the flag? Yeah. <laughs> I forget that he was in WCW. The janitor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, what a moment. That, that was... Look, this just makes it feel so much bigger, all the, all the wrestlers in the ring. That's true. You can't even see Sting. There's that many wrestlers in the ring. So fuck the NWO. Oh, the crowd are booing because Bret Hart has a Canada flag. <laughs> 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 oh, that was good. Oh, that match was... I enjoyed that. A lot more than I thought it would. But they fucked the ends. Hi. Oh, because of the count and stuff. Yeah, so uh, they had a rematch and uh, Hulk Hogan wants the rematch. Uh, is that When's that? On Nitro? Uh, Nitro or Thunder. Oh, fuck. Well, for one night it was good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For, for the one night that we see. And some people saying that um, Hulk Hogan paid Nick Patrick uh, some money that he don't doing the fast count because uh, they wanted to uh, make a fast count. Or the NWO money talks. Yeah, because Hulk Hogan don't want uh, a clear um, a clear lose. Yep. But he also don't want that uh, that um, he gonna be a uh, I don't know the word. Like a now. cheat? You must cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, when the listeners want to have some uh, story about it, they're going to go to uh, YouTube and go into the channel Stinger Wild. I believe it's a British guy. And he has and searched the true story behind Sting versus Hollywood Home. It's a good video from this guy. And... Um, there are so many things about it, and yeah. Maybe on uh, once the episode is released, that uh, we can put that link on the Facebook and the yeah, Twitter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, definitely, because we're doing a good uh, video about it. Yeah, but definitely, I'll, I will watch this as well. I've not seen this, but definitely we'll watch that. So, what would you, what would you give that match out of five? Uh, I can't give him more than uh, three point five points because um, the end and 
the end of the match was so bad. Yeah, I'm the same. 3.5 and the same reason. It was cool to see... It's too important and it was a too big storyline to give uh, less than 3.5 points, but um, they have killed it. They have buried themselves. Yeah, they ruined the match that could have been the best match of ever in WCW by having a screwy finish. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we give that seven out of ten. Which is kind of kind yeah. of middle of the road for our for our podcast. That's quite a good it's not as bad as the zero and the one out of ten from last week. That's yeah, good, <laughs> but uh, what was your expect expectations <laughs> from last week? I, I expected a lot better. <laughs> so Hey Marcel, I have a great idea. What best? You doing a team about the worst match ever. <laughs> well, talking of the themes, you'll be happier with next week's theme. Next okay. week's theme is somebody that we don't really talk about much on this podcast. Uh, it's Mick Foley. Okay. To celebrate our 10th episode. We're going to cover the guy that we've probably talked about on every episode. That's so true. we'll go our favorite Mick Foley match. That sounds and it can good. Be from ECW, WCW, WWE, WWF, UWF. Yeah, you choose your favorite Mick Foley match, and yeah, we'll watch for our tenth episode the guy that we love, Mick Foley. Yeah, that's that's good. But before that. And it is based, it's on the NWO. So, who did Uh Kevin Nash throw into a production truck during Nitro? He threw him like a dart. Correct. Uh, You are the genius. And some TV, uh, and some people who watch it on TV has uh, truly (laughs) called 911. So the police come to a TV it's show. True. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> only in pro wrestling. Yeah. Only in pro only wrestling. In pro wrestling. So yeah. Today we had a. You can see in uh, two guys who um challenging in a monster yeah, truck. Fighting on the back match. of a moving truck. Yeah. Let's never let's never talk yeah. about that ever again. <laughs> so today we had our quiz, which was the Monday Night Wars quiz, which was good. You did all right this week. You got twenty-two out of thirty-five. But our winner was Michelle mm-hmm. McKenney again. She won with twenty-nine out of thirty-five. Well done. That's that, that paid off her and Paul watching Mon- uh, Nitro for the last week every night. Exactly. So they, they there we pleasure. go. So congratulations. And now for what we do every week on the podcast are two songs that we think people should check out on Spotify. So what's your first song this week, Marcel? It's um, a power metal song from a German band calling uh, Primal Fear with Final Embrace. Watch it and <laughs> you start won't be able to help banging. but bang your head. Yeah, it's a little bit in the style of uh, nice. Judas Priest Painkillers records. My first choice this week is from Foo Fighters and is Hey Johnny Park by Foo Fighters. Yeah, still like after tr- all these years, still a good band, and Dave Grohl still one of my favorite front men. Yeah, he becomes a, from a drummer in Nirvana Definitely. to a, a rock and roll and icon. What is your second pick this week, Marcel? Uh, yesterday we celebrated the thirty-three anniversary of one of the best German heavy metal. Albums of all time from Halloween Keeper of the Seven Keys Part One. Brilliant. Go and I, I have unfortunately never seen them live, 
but I once had a ticket, but I couldn't go because I was sick. And it was the worst regret of my life. Yeah, and so Paul Michel Tiske is back. So I definitely need to, next time I see time. them, to play in the UK, I need to travel and see them this time. And my second song is a yeah. bit of a fun song. I went with In Too Deep from Sum 41. Just... Oh, that's exactly. great. That's why. That brings I had me back my to my teenager, Spotify yes. shuffle earlier and it came on and I was like, you know what, this song makes me smile and yeah. Cheers me up. So that that is our NWO week. And next week we go on to the legend, the hardcore legend, Mr. McFoley. And if you want to find mm-hmm. out more, and obviously the link that for the YouTube video uh, about the true story behind Hogan and Sting, follow us on Twitter at STDMPod and also like our Facebook page where we will be posting the links but also like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Music. And please rate us because we want to be better than the one and three out of five that someone rated us. Please. <laughs> it was probably our wives. They were like, it's all they fucking talk about. Let's go give them one know. out of five. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> uh, goodbye from me, Daz. Auf Wiedersehen, au revoir, from Continental <laughs> Europe, Marcel. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Done, yeah. oh, well, we'll see, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>